Just Our Real Estate, episode number 141. All right, thank you for joining me here on Just Our Real Estate. My name is Mike Simmons. I am your host, and thank you very much for joining me here today. I'm very excited about it. Before we get started, I just want to make a quick announcement. My coaching program for the month of May is officially closed, and I am currently not accepting applications for June just yet. I might retool the program just a little bit. I want to tweak some things and try to improve. You should always try to improve, and I'm going to try to improve this as much as possible. So, I'm going to tweak that a little bit. So for now, I'm not taking applications. So the door is completely closed on the coaching program. If you're still interested, you can still go to juststartrealestate.com forward slash coach and send me a message and let me know you're interested in being put in uh, the waiting list for the next time I reopen that, which will probably be July, but I'm not sure. We'll see. It's not going to be June, but it probably will be July. So look forward uh, to, to doing that. I look forward to uh, to getting that back going again. I just want to make some improvements and tweak it a little bit based on some of the feedback and some things that I, I personally noticed as we were going. And this is, you know, it's been a lot of fun. It's a learning experience. Experience for me too. I've never uh, really officially coached anyone. I've mentored people and I've definitely given people advice and spent time talking to them, but an official coaching program I've never done. So it's a learning thing for me too, and I'm having a blast doing it. And it's been very, very successful, but I'm always trying to make things better and I'm always trying to retool them so that they are just adding more and more value. So that's what I'm going to do. If you want to get a hold of me, you can always email me or you can go right to juststartrealestate.com forward slash coach coach and get a hold of me that way and I'll get you in the waiting list for the next time I reopen it. Okay, let's jump into the show. All right, thank you for joining me in another Quick Point episode. I'm really excited that you're here. Today I want to talk about something, um, you know, it's something that I think new investors definitely need to take a look at and be aware of. It's something that I definitely did when I started and, you know, I kind of named the episode something kind of funny just to honestly to get your attention on something I think is very, very important. And so the name of this episode is 0% of zero is zero. And I'm sure you've heard that term before. If you haven't, I'm going to explain exactly what I mean. Um, But basically, I want to discuss the importance of partnering and learning to share profits in order to do more deals. I talk to a lot of real estate investors that struggle with the idea of giving up profits. They just have a hard time conceiving that they're going to give anybody some of their profits. So most successful investors either profit share on a regular basis or did a lot of profit sharing when they were starting their business. So when I started my real estate investing business, I purchased my first investment property, which was a flip. And I've talked about it on the show and I've talked about it in other interviews, but my my first one was a flip and I, I bought the house with a mortgage, a conventional mortgage. And all the other funds that I needed for the rehab and the holding cost, I used my own savings and I funded it that way. I funded it myself. So it worked out really well for me, but I knew it wasn't the best way to scale my business um, or be successful in real estate. It just wasn't the best way to go. So very quickly, I was able to attract private investors after I did that first deal, which was awesome for me. And, And I did that, by the way, by basically blabbing to everyone who would listen, specifically when I was at real estate investing meetings, I blabbed to everyone about what I was doing. I showed pictures. I created a Facebook page and shared videos and 
pictures and text and everything I could do to try to show people, show the world what I was doing. And by doing that, I was able to attract investors in my local real estate investing community. So in order to work with them though, because I was still very new and I didn't have a long track record, it was a very short track record, I needed to give them a big enough incentive to wanna work with someone who was very new in the industry like myself. And the arrangements that I was able to agree upon with them was structured like this. The investor, the person that I was working with who had the money, was contributing all of the funding for the project, excluding the earnest money deposit. Now, the reason that I say excluding the earnest money deposit is because when I find a property, a property, especially on the MLS, I need to be react very quickly. I need to be able to jump on that deal before someone else gets it. I can't wait for earnest money to be sent to me, to be wired. You know, I need to be able to react very quickly and have that money available on hand. So I put up the earnest money in order to secure the contract. This is how I did it in the beginning now, okay? It's not necessarily how I do all my deals now, but that's how I did it in the beginning. <clears throat> so I would just put up the earnest money, right? Then my contribution to the partnership is that I am responsible for finding the house, finding the property, and handling all of the acquisition, right? Any negotiating or any documents that need to be signed, it was all, I was doing all that, okay? Once the house was under contract, I began working with contractors and getting a quote on the rehab. I would bring contractors in, I would walk them through, I would collect the quotes, I would go through them line item by line item. And by the way, when you're getting quotes from a contractor, especially a new contractor, you have to require that they um, itemize everything in the quote. Don't let them give you one big number at the end of a long list, or even worse, just give you the house number and then a total. That's just, that's crazy. That's That doesn't help you learn. It doesn't help you compare apples to apples. So I would go through line item by line item and check every single cost and make sure that it was in line and made sense. And then ultimately I would I would hire uh, the contractor. Once I did that, and once the house, once we close on the house, I was then, and, and was, and am sometimes still, responsible for all of the renovations. I managed the contractor, the budget, and the timeline. Those are very important. You can lose money on a deal if that isn't handled properly. Once the house was renovated and ready for sale, I would be responsible for getting it sold. Now, most often, I work with a realtor to get it sold. I've listed houses myself in the past, but you know what? I just feel like the results are better, and my time is better spent working with a realtor. I'm not the professional in, in terms of selling houses. I'm really good at finding them. I'm really good at fixing them up. But really, houses, I, I truly believe houses need to be on the MLS for maximum exposure, right? So I'm not a realtor, so I work with a realtor. Once the house is sold and the investor has paid back his initial contribution which is all of the rehab money and all of the cost to purchase the house. And once I am paid back the earnest money that I contributed to the deal, the net profits were split 50-50. Now, my deals don't all look like this anymore, but I still have a few investors that I have worked with for years that I really like working with, and it's just a good relationship that I still have this arrangement. Lately, I've been working with more fixed rate of return money, um, and, and when I borrow, I'm, I'm borrowing on just a fixed rate of return, right? 
And although this may not give the investor the potential for the very high returns, it does guarantee them a certain amount of profit regardless of how profitable the deal is or is not, right? I'm agreeing to pay them a certain rate of return, not a percentage of profits. So if something goes just completely wacky and there's no profits, they're still getting their rate of return. That's just the way it is. So there, there are benefits to that. And I've talked to investors who very much prefer to do it that way because they know that, you know, they've been burned in the past and houses, you know, just went over budget or whatever and they didn't make any money. So that's somehow um, works out for them. So that's that's sort of what I'm doing more often now. But anyways, that's a whole nother, uh, a whole nother show. So the reason I titled this episode 0% of zero is zero is because it's absolutely crazy to get caught up in worrying about giving away 50% of the profits. If you don't have the money to fund your deals, then you'll not make any money. Does that make sense? Another way of looking at it is 100% of zero is zero, right? So if you keep 100% of your profits, but you never do a deal, you make no money. So if giving up half the profits means that you can do three, five, 10, maybe 20 deals per year, and without partnering, you can't do any deals, then it makes sense to partner, even if you have to give up half the profits. This business is about doing deals. If your profits are lower in the beginning and that's what it takes for you to get started, I say do it. Once you build your business and gain credibility and experience, you can start dictating better terms if you want. Ultimately, um, maybe you can even fund all of your own deals with your own money that you make you know, in, in, in the deals that you do in the beginning. But again, it's difficult to scale if you're not leveraging other people's money. Greedy people don't usually do very well in this industry. Don't be greedy. Be hungry. That's all I have for today. Okay, guys, one last thing before we go. I would just like to ask, if you're enjoying this podcast, if you're really getting something out of it, if you think it provides value, then please go to iTunes and give me a rating and review. It helps me out a ton. It helps me reach more people. It allows me to help more people, and that's really what I'm trying to do here is help people. I'm trying to answer questions and and provide as much value as I can. And the best way for me to reach more people and to really provide value is for you to go and give me a rating and review. iTunes puts a ton, a ton of weight on that, and I really would appreciate it. Until next time, if investing in real estate is your dream, there's only one way you can make it a reality. Just start. 